2: Wow! Hello and welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host Chris Broad and we're joined as always by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson. Pete, How are you doing on the first week of 2021?
1: Happy New Year, everyone! Hey! I know I'm sure there's a lot of talk about 2021. I'm hoping it's going to be better than last year. Yada, yada, yada. Just keep on being you, guys. Just keep on being you. Have a great time. 2020 wasn't the worst thing in the world for a lot of people. It was terrible for others, obviously. Uh, But look, we'll stay the course. We'll get through it. We'll get that... We accident uh, pumping through our veins and we'll be back on top. <laughs>
2: That's the spirit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I always feel a – I mean, I'm not a very optimistic person. I'm pretty grumpy and mm. sarcastic and rubbish. But first week of the new year, I'm always pretty pumped up and ready to go and throw mm. myself into it. And then I kind of gradually lose enthusiasm until the end of January and then I'm back to my normal self. But I'm currently fired up, ready to go. What are you gonna do pete what is twenty twenty one going to be all about for you
1: oh health kick please <laughs> <laughs> I have to you know get I've, I've not looked after myself this year in the slightest so I need to get back on it to be quite frank. The problem is I just find running around a little bit boring I like me football I like running around play football, but I need a sport that allows me to mm. run around. And have a good time, but yeah, I just, I just need to play more football. I think that's how, how I need to get back on top. Maybe lift some weights. Maybe just stop eating chocolate coins uh, for a month. Chocolate every coins. December, I think, you know, I just got to look after myself a little bit more because uh, not looking pretty at the moment. No looking pretty.
2: <laughs> how many people have put on weight because of those godforsaken chocolate coins? They're so oh, addictive. They're, just so they're so fun. Yeah, I know. Ron. Yeah, chocolate coins. Fun, fun chocolate coins. <laughs> the fun <laughs> side of currency. It certainly is. They taste pretty good. I don't know what it is about the chocolate. It's that cheap kind of delicious chocolate they put in there that Mm. tastes of just crap. But uh, (laughs) I, uh, yeah, my weight, I kind of lost weight throughout last year. What I did is I just went for like, um, I did like 10,000 steps every day. And the trick is to just listen to music or listen to a podcast or just... Go and get deep in thought as you go for a walk somewhere you quite like. However, that went down the pan. After Journey Across Japan escaped to Fuji, I, I just because I was in a room editing so much, I just didn't go out. And I ate loads over Christmas. And now I've put on so much weight, I'm back to where I started last year. So it's very much like a one step forward, two steps back the last 12 months. Right. So okay, you're like, you're like
1: the guy who, um, it, you know when they take a picture where they've they've lost a lot of weight and they they've got their big comedy trousers and they sort of go, look how big my trousers used to be. You've not thrown the trousers away because you know full well you'll be back where you started <laughs> for soon enough. Exactly.
2: Is- yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I want to lose weight because then I can release the abroad in Japan fitness plan, uh, like a mm. DVD or something and make loads of money. Yeah. My secrets to weight loss, like a lot of <laughs> crappy Z-list celebrities do. I lost weight. I lost 10 kilograms in a month. Learn my secrets I ate My bath 10 mat. pounds.
1: I ate my asbestos bath mat and got very unwell. <laughs> I
2: have still. I hate to admit it, I've still got the asbestos bath mat from last year. I don't know what to do right. with it. I'm still wearing it up. Um, <laughs> Make influencer tea it.
1: out of it. Just cut it yeah. into s- sections. Make uh, special influencer tea, uh, like that diet tea stuff that all the influencers uh, advertise. <laughs> just, I the, mean, um, so speaking of sort of getting back to where we were, like – I very much this year want to achieve the dream of visiting Japan again um, hey. with with my friends and stuff but the pro- cuz I am turning 40 this year it's, it's a big trip oh, it should God. be a big trip but obviously yeah, we've been stemmed by the fact that you we just can't get anywhere um so we'll see how that one pans out um Japan obviously we are recording this on uh, well earlier in the week let's say and uh, Japan have, have of its borders to anyone who's not a foreign uh, who's not a japanese national which once again
2: well Fair i can my- <laughs> i could still yeah. um i could still leave japan and return actually i think um foreign residents are still able to get in and out um all right okay which is yeah. rather confusing but yeah because of the yeah. old uh the british strain that happened in my home yes. county of kent of course yeah. a bloody new strain of bloody coronavirus came from like down the road from where i where i was born um mm. kent the garden of england uh yeah they all the all the all the countries of the world have had a bit of a crackdown at the moment. But, yeah, Japan has more or less closed its borders once more, at least until the end of January. But I'm confident, for some reason, I feel hopeful uh, that things will get back under control and there will be vaccines and somehow the, the whole thing will magically go away and you can come here and it'll be wonderful sometime towards the end of this year. <laughs> but, yeah, it's sad, though, isn't it? Uh, it yeah. is sad. But, yeah. Um, yeah it's annoying <laughs> it's annoying that's it it's annoying that's, it. that's all it? there is it's just well, it's
1: annoying isn't it like because 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 uh, i'm fairly certain they sort of said like oh the, the people who people who aren't from japan who aren't residents they're not allowed to come in it's like well i'm fairly certain they weren't allowed to come in anyway were they
2: well I've, I've been able to like if i need to go to the uk for some reason i could still do it and then come back um but we couldn't do all that right. up until september of 2020 right they did have a real crackdown mm. which pissed off a lot of foreign residents especially folks here that play that pay tax and whatnot um to be a second class citizen is a not a great thing to experience but um yeah it, it doesn't seem to be the case at the moment so that's that's all right but i'm hoping you can come over and maybe you can make up for it by coming for longer to japan this time round. what do you reckon
1: well no, as i said it's my 40th it's my 40th i, I need to sort of you know i want to i want to just do something i just want to do something chris that's all i need i just want to do something i'm bald. i, think, <laughs> and I'm I think
2: this is the year you should come to japan with your samurai sword that you got for christmas <laughs> and climb mount fuji Induscore. samurai sword in hand get on the peak of mount fuji wave it around a little bit get arrested get deported but i do think yeah. you should climb mount fuji i reckon this could be the year providing it all opens up and you can get here for august when uh, when mount fuji is open what do you reckon would you do it would you actually consider climbing it
1: well, we've spoken about this before, but I, I just don't, I just can't see Japan being open by August. I just can't. They're very careful. They certainly won't want our lot from, from London, uh, sort of piling in, do they? Uh, will they? So, you know, we'll see how that one pans out. We've, we've got a very slow rollout with the vaccines. Most, um, GP surgeries aren't getting it. I think, I think less than 1% of Wales has been vaccinated, which is in stark contrast to everywhere else in, in the British Isles. So, they're going to have to step up. They're going to have to employ the army or the navy to start slamming vaccines in, in, in people's arms. I think the Oxford vaccine's coming up pretty soon. And obviously, you know, uh, and, and we've got a couple of weeks ahead start over Europe and, and pretty much mm. the US as well. So they should really be taking it seriously and sort of going, look, this could be, a, this could be post Brexit, a way of kind of putting, you know, putting our best foot forward effectively, but they won't. <laughs> so, so I don't Minister. think. I don't Promise think the, the British P-Dolson. will be allowed into Japan for a long time. A long, long time. So I'm well, thinking October, November. October, November. Well,
2: maybe we can sneak you in in a cello case, like good old Carlos Gale. <laughs> Get in a cello case. I'll bring you back. i like, this is just <laughs> my exceptionally heavy cello. Don't look inside <laughs> it. It's, it's a weird one. <laughs>
1: um, yeah,
2: we'll, we'll see what happens, but fingers crossed, eh? We've got a story here uh, to kick off the new year. Uh, Tom from Stoke, and he says, Hi, Chris, and Pedro. I've uh, been watching your videos for some time now, and I just recently started listening to the podcast. I thought I'd offer one of my favourite tales of Japan. Uh, about nine years ago, when I first moved to Japan, one of my best friends, also called Chris, uh, came to visit me. I took him out for a biggie at a club called Ageha, which used to be one of the biggest clubs in Asia, complete with an outside pool. Oh, I went pool there; it was rubbish. You've been there,
1: <laughs> yeah? Agha? It's rubbish. Where yeah, is it? rubbish? Went for Halloween. It's it's out near. I want to say near the Rainbow Bridge. It's oh, like in the middle Dime, of Norway. It's in yeah. It's 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 right out in the sticks. Um, I'm sure that people have had good times there, but i was just uh, maybe. It, I think. It was deep in the holiday, and I was just a bit knackered, to be honest. But I, yeah, I didn't have a great time, to be honest. It was just all a bit. It was all a bit super club Ibiza kind of nonsense, really.
2: Not very intimate. I mean, I, I didn't even know Japan had a big club. I've been to some pretty dire mm-hmm. ones in there. Uh, they in put Shibuya. on
1: buses from Shinjuku. Yeah, they put they put buses on from Shinjuku and Shibuya, but uh, yeah. we didn't do any of that. We just got a big taxi that cost about a hundred quid.
2: Oh God. It's it's pretty far out. Let's see what happens with Tom. Um, Tom says it was late November and a little chilly, but nevertheless, the party extended to the outside pool area. After tiring of the club somewhat, we fell into our usual pattern of depravity and thought it would be a good idea to go for a swim in the freezing empty pool. Before doing so, Chris thought we could benefit from the scheme financially by by procuring uh, a thousand yen in sponsorship from a number of willing partygoers, which we eventually managed. Good God. After obtaining a sufficient number of backers and with the pressure on, we proceeded to belly flop into the pool to a chorus of cheers, raised eyebrows and lament- lamentations. Uh, once we'd waded across and jumped out the other end, feeling like heroes, we made the rounds and collected due payment. <laughs> Despite being told that we were legends in the eyes of one man, we were unfortunately ushered out of the club by the bouncers. They thankfully, after they kindly allowed us to warm up in front of a heater and thereby, and thereby avoid frostbite. Uh, but since the water hadn't rinsed off of our entrance stamps, we proceeded right back into the club via the other entrance, still dripping wet. Uh, my fondest memory is of returning to the bar and while waiting for our drinks, paid for by our earlier patrons, uh, taking off my shoe and holding it upside down. Uh, I allowed the now lukewarm water to drain out while the Japanese gentleman standing next to me observed in bewildered astonishment. Uh, That's the bulk of the story, but as an epilogue, I'd like to offer two final additions. Firstly, a Finnish bloke recorded us floundering into the pool and put it on YouTube. And secondly, on the early morning train back, still damp, Chris took out his wallet, passport and two phones and placed them on the seat next to him. We promptly fell asleep, woke up suddenly, 30 minutes past our stop and realised it had all been left on the train. Being in Japan, we managed to get it all back later in the day with all the money and cards uh, still in fine working order. S- uh, several days later, after another heavy one, Chris missed his morning flight back to England. The end. Yay. Tom from Stoke. What is it? With British people coming to Japan and just getting really drunk and doing terrible things. Being uh, sick <laughs> on a train. Uh, diving into a pool. Procuring money from from surprised Japanese people. Uh, cashing in. I mean, what a great idea for a crowdfunder. What do you reckon, Pete? Is that a missed opportunity on your part? (laughs) I will get myself wet.
1: Well, I remember sort of going to um, a hotel in Los Angeles, the Hotel Figueroa. Um, I think it's had a refit mm. since then. But they uh, two things happened there. I bought a um, White Russian that was um, that they, they they made for like something like thirty dollars a drink, um, and they used that kind of uh, those little packets of milk you get in cafes. Disgusting. Oh, yeah. And uh, and the other thing was um, a girl uh, decided to jump in the pool, but she didn't really jump in the pool. She sort of she sort of got. I'm going to jump in the pool, and everyone was like, "Oh, cool, yeah." And she was really into the idea. I'm going to jump in the pool, and then she sort of like walked slowly in installments into the pool, down the steps, and I was just like, "This is lame. This is absolutely lame in. as hell." But she was like, "Going, I'm going, I'm going in, I'm going in. Oh, my feet are in. me feet. I was so oh, just get in the pool or don't get in the pool. No one cares."
2: <laughs> <laughs> the fury of Pete Donaldson. Yeah, a <laughs> girl won't get in the pool i um, i would very much
1: like the uh, youtube video though of uh of the guy floundering in the pool please i mean he's clearly got it so send it over
2: yeah send it over tom i want to see you belly flopping in the pool yeah. I you uh, could just type in finnish bloke films british guy okay. in <laughs> pool in japan <laughs> to see if it comes up um that sounds great though i yeah I don't know if i've ever done anything quite that bad uh like a club in japan while drunk um what if i have i've certainly wiped it from my mind actually you no know, i've I've done a few things I'm not proud of, and uh, probably not best <laughs> talked about in the first episode of the year. So I'll avoid that for now. But one day, you never know. Your luck, so I might talk about them. Um, New Year's resolutions, then Pete. We do this every year. Uh, mm. We've been doing the podcast since 2018. Now we're now in our third year. Um, we tend to talk about our vision of 2021 resolutions. What have you actually got planned? What do you want to do? Even if you can't come to Japan. Um...
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it, it is about getting fit. I think I'm, I'm, i I've had a happy year, pretty much, in spite of everything that's been going on. And I've just been eating and eating and eating. I want to get thinner. <laughs> I want to get stronger. You're pretty thin I, already, Pete. I'm but also, Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not. Though, not for my. Not mm, no heading heading towards heading down a one way street. That I was not be able to get out of. Um, and also, uh, I passed my theory test a couple of weeks ago, so Still I'd very much like to that, have a crack at uh, actually passing my driving test properly. Lake, uh, but unfortunately, because we're in tier four at the moment, um, yeah, can't, cannot get a driving uh, driving lesson for love nor money. So maybe oh I'll God. just maybe hope I'll just hope that the police aren't kicking around, and I'll just buy myself <laughs> a little automatic car and tootle around with me. Learn the plates on,
2: holding his <laughs> samurai sword out the window. <laughs>
1: yes, exactly. he's Come at me, bro
2: have you have you bought a car yet even though you can't technically drive no,
1: okay is that is that the thing to do is that kind of like a um like a target target acquired get yourself a car and then learn to drive it would help though wouldn't it if you could just go out if you had someone to go out with you i suppose
2: well yeah if you've got someone who can sit in the driver's and the passenger seat in the u k uh, you're technically allowed on a provisional driver's license um yeah, it's pretty scary, I mean, though. yeah.
1: Yeah, and and also, uh, I did six driving lessons uh, with my ex girlfriend, uh, and uh, and or rather went in a car after doing six driving lessons uh, with my ex girlfriend, and she is my ex girlfriend. So for that reason, so it's a very stressful thing getting in a car with a non driver.
2: That they behind the wheel. Yeah. Well, good luck mm-hmm. to you on that front. Like it'll be amazing Cheers, if you can mate. drive. We can put that to good use the next time you come over here as well. But uh, yeah. I, I mean, for me, New Year's, New Year's, yeah, scoop New Year's resolution. I would like to get fit. You know what? You talk about how unhealthy you are, but if I look as good as you do when I'm forty, I'll be delighted uh. because I'm currently thirty years old and I'm in far worse <laughs> shape than you are. So I've got, I've got a long way to go. Um, uh, I've noticed my stomach getting bigger and bigger, and it's it's quite annoying. I want to get rid of that, um, but it's not a priority. Like the main priority for me is. I had a lot of big plans for 2020. I wanted to do some big projects. And the closest thing I got to doing something big, I guess, was journey across Japan, escape to Fiji, which wasn't really that big. You know, it wasn't like the original journey across Japan on a bike for like two months going across Japan. It was us in a car driving around for six days. Um, Pretty easy. But I want to do something so big and impressive and cool that for the rest of my life, I can look back at my, at, at being 31 years old and be like, when I was 31, I did that big amazing thing. It was brilliant. Only problem is I can't work out what the thing is. So please help me and give me some ideas. Right. Tell me what to do. Okay. Give me an idea.
1: Learn how to play that denture to go, um, arcade machine, the little train, the train <laughs> controlling arcade machine. Uh, learn how to play that. Cause that just, cause every time I've sat down to try and play it, I just can't get the train moving at all.
2: Something a bit more ambitious, Pete, and something a bit more grand. <laughs> Flag an arcade. Yeah, we've spoken about this. We've spoken about well, just
1: learning to play it. Someone spoke about spoke about this before. Um, there was a, uh, a at the top of Shibuya, like a massive, uh, a massive tower in, in Shibuya. There's this uh, mm. on on the roof. They've got this big caged off um, five a side sort of four sides, mm, sort of futsal yeah. pitch. And um, yeah, that's that's been a dream for a long time to play on that. I have a little pick up game of football up there. That'd be bloody lovely. That. That that would be proper bucket list sort of stuff. Forget your I'm, Mount Fuji's. I want to play football on top of a building.
2: <laughs> to be fair, it does look quite cool when you look at all the photos of like uh, Shibuya. That's like the one thing that always stands out, right? You know, the idea of having a bit of football in the heart of Tokyo on a skyscraper. Yeah. Not many places Fantastic. you can do that. That'd be no. cool. Now, it needs to be bigger in scale, though. It needs to be really grand, really like fucking wow. I I I am struggling. I don't know what I can do. Yeah. I am thinking it needs to be like make a film or. Just, just It is just make a film, isn't it? Make a film. Free birth, some
1: dangerous drugs, uh, do
2: some parachuting, <laughs> um, bungee jump. I don't know, man. I'm not <laughs> doing a bungee jump. I, uh, I'm trying to tempt Natsuki into doing it. Originally, in 2020, we wanted to do this uh, this project where we went around the world with Natsuki and he undertook challenges. Um, we were going to mm. tie it in with him quitting smoking, right? So, like, if he uh, didn't stop smoking for a month, he had to do a forfeit. And the the, right. the one we were going to definitely do, but couldn't because of coronavirus was push him off a dam uh, in Switzerland. You know the dam from uh, Goldeneye, where James Bond jumps yes. off of? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I've yeah. been there, and you could bungee jump, bungee jump off it for like 300 pounds. Oh, no, I was going to take Natsuki up there and be, just push him off. Um, and that Rancid. was going to be great. Drone film it. <laughs> that was
1: going to be great. Watching I mean, not Natsky for Natsuki. himself.
2: Yeah, it probably, it probably wouldn't go down well. And it, I, no. I do worry he'd have a heart attack. But again, you're going to go... It might as well be off the dam from GoldenEye. Um, but we'll, we'll save that Life for next year. Life, Life is, is balloons. Life is helium
1: balloons. That might help you.
2: We <laughs> <It's, laughs> can attach loads of helium balloons to Natskin and kick him off a dam mm. and see if he can fly. <laughs> that's what we'll do. That's a, that's a, that's a memory that will uh, not easily be forgotten. H30. Kill Natsuki. Kill Natsuki. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I've got to think it through. But I want to do something really big and, and grand to make up for a little bit of a lackluster 2020 and uh you know I, I get very conscious about time I have like, nightmares every night that I've like the final days of my life and oh, I've Lordy. still done everything I wanted to do it's really quite depressing but at the same time I I always think it's a really important philosophy they call it, you know me- uh, memento mori you know remember death because if you think about it every day you are a lot more careful with your time generally you are you like you don't procrastinate you don't sit in bed because you think oh i've got things to do time is short kind of thing so mm. that's a philosophy i'm going to continue to adopt for 2021 i think i don't imagine it's one that you adopt though P. I imagine it's very much no i think about
1: i think about i think about death and then spend another um hour on reddit uh, so that's very much my <laughs>
2: <laughs> and i can't i can't pretend i'm so high and mighty I. yeah uh, i do waste a lot of time um like, there's a reason i still haven't got rid of my asbestos filled bath mat to be honest um. <laughs> there you go and i will be yeah i mean that is a bloody thing that could lead to death a lot sooner i don't know why i've still got it in the house
0: when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at blue you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online
1: Over on the Luke and Pete show, we've been discussing our usual nonsense from Disney princesses to fizzy lagers and a whole load more. Here's a taster of what's been on the show. For some reason, our little recording system has got this piece of music installed. I think it's uh, incidental music in a sex ed uh, BBC2 10am kind of job. No way! It is! It's too groovy! It's too groovy! Yeah, it's just like... uh, Now on BBC Two, sex (laughs) and your child. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, over on WrestleMe, we've been doing the 12 Days of WrestleMemus, which you can find on our Patreon or your favorite podcast player.
2: That's why also America is like leading the world in serial killers, you know, because
1: (laughs) they have room. They have room, room they have to dismantle, <laughs> uh, to dismember, dismantle, dismember to start yes. to make marionettes. Mm-hmm. Um, over here, very difficult to be a serial killer. I would knock into things. i get would. blood everywhere. But there's always some nosy beak, isn't there?
2: <laughs> Someone sticking their nose in where yeah. it doesn't belong. All that and more at Stokano's. We now turn our attention to the fax machine, though. What have we got this week in the fax machine? Mr. Donaldson.
1: We have got a message from who have we got here, Jessica Helmer. Hello, Jessica. Greetings, Chris and Pete. I hail from Orlando, Florida. A lovely part of the world, and I've been listening to your podcast for about a year now. I actually discovered your podcast before your YouTube channel, so as you can imagine, I've got quite a backlog of videos. Mm-hmm. You, uh, I still have to watch. That's what a great kind of direction to go in, Jessica. Yeah. That's fantastic. All those videos you got to watch. Um, I'm watching some of your older videos. I came across one listed as uh, Japanese mountain training, 24 hours of hell, in which you and Ryotaro uh, climbed Yodonosan uh, uh, and participated in an icy waterfall prayer ritual wearing nothing but underwear and a loincloth. <laughs> Even the idea of a cool shower pains me, so I cringed heavily watching the three of you scream your prayers as you were submerged in the mountain snow waters. Yikes. When you and Ryotaro emerged from the icy waters of despair, I noticed um, what looked like a, a blurred sensor over uh, Riotro's tattoo on his left shoulder. Uh, LaVerza thought it was mistaken. Maybe it was a water droplet on the lens. After watching it several times, though, I noticed that the blur definitely followed his tattoo. My question is this: uh, Am I correct in my analysis? where in fact you were you were in fact censoring Riotro's body art? What is it, and why is it censored? Um, lastly, will a man in a dark suit show up my doorstep now and tell me to forget everything I've seen? Please, I must know the truth. Regards, Jessica Helmer. What is Riotro's tattoo? Is it something very offensive? Is it the word slipknot? Is it Korn? Is he a big fan of new metal
2: in the 90s? Is it really embarrassing? From what I remember, it is a dolphin. I think it's a dolphin. I don't <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm making that. I think he's genuinely got a dolphin on his arm. I need to go back and look through the footage. But the reason right. we had to blur it is that project uh I think we were like we were subsidized to like go and showcase this part of Yamagata. It's right. this holy place. Yeah. Um, from some money with the local area and as a result Riotto had to hide his tattoo and if you look at some videos with Riotto, in fact he always asked me to blur his tattoo because it looks bad uh, to have one right but he's a bad boy yeah. isn't he oh Riotto, he doesn't play by the <laughs> rules he's got a dolphin dolphin on his arm uh, so yeah that's why I blurred it basically um, i have to adorable. find a fo- some footage of him with it unblurred though uncensored, <laughs> so I can uh, share it with the world uh, bad boy for here. life yeah but that bloody icy water that brings back some unpleasant memories i don't know if you saw that episode mm. Pin, but uh i did yes we, it we went very to this yeah up. the holy place udonasan and uh got in it was even though it was august we got in this water and it was water that had melted from snow further up the mountain so it was like just getting in uh minus like two degree water and mm. um, it was so bloody cold and nearly passed out the moment i got in it um and I had to edit it to, like, cut out my screams because um, it was really, really quite embarrassing. Uh, we got one here from Catherine. It says, hello, Chris and Pete. My name's Catherine, and I've been binging the podcast in the car on the way to work. It's been the best way to keep myself entertained while driving through rural Japan. Uh, i got a question mainly for Chris. About two years ago, on your cycle trip across Japan, you went through Fukui Prefecture. Uh, have you ever been back to Fukui since your cycling? Uh, to get a load of even more dinosaurs or some of the more niche things the prefecture has to offer? Or did the harrowing bike ride from the uh f- from Fukui to Lake Biwa turn you off uh, on ever going back? would love to hear your thoughts on arguably one of the least well-known prefectures in all of Japan. And, Pete, you can chime in too if you've got any thoughts on Fukui uh, from Catherine, an ALT in the mountains of Fukui Prefecture. Uh, I don't think you've ever been to Fukui, have you, Pete? No, Maybe you have. no. I know nothing no, of right. it. Because I, I was there the day before I met you at Lake Biwa. And right. Fukui is known for having the most nuclear power plants for any, <laughs> of any prefecture in Japan, as far mm. as I know. Um, and it's, it's often the butt of all jokes, from what I understand, because it's kind of this hidden prefecture somewhere around the back between Kyoto and Kanazawa. But I actually really liked it. I really enjoyed cycling through it. Beautiful area. Um, don't remember a whole lot. Remember, there was scenery along the coastal area was nice. I remember the dinosaurs. Um, it has the coolest train station in Japan, full stop. It's got like a giant animatronic diplodocus and a Tyrannosaurus rex out the front uh, because of it having um, the biggest archaeological dinosaur dig site in the country. Mm. Um, but there's a really good book called For Fukui's Sake, written by a uh, a guy who was an ALT in Fukui for two years. And I read that before I came on the jet program. And I need to reread it because it was an amazing book. Um, and if you're somebody who's looking to teach in Japan, or just want to hear about what it's like to, to live in rural Japan, I recommend it because it's an incredible book for Fukui's sake. And it's inspired me to want to kind of write my own book about my experiences in Japan, um, in rural countryside uh, Japan. But I, I can't have a title quite as good as that. That's genius. That is. Should <laughs> read it, Pete. You'd probably quite enjoy it.
1: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm trying to think. though. I think we met. I think we. I have been to Fukui because like, we met in a hotel in Fukui, Ooh, I do believe. I? Um, yeah, we spent, we spent, uh, I think we met late at night. I think we may have worked, popped out and had a McDonald's, uh, and then, and then <laughs> of course I we think we may have had the fries with chocolate sauce and then we, and then we went on our way. I think we filmed some of, um, the Ampan Man, um, kind of challenges as we cycled, uh, through, remember when we saw the, the, yeah, big, yeah. um, oh. uh, the big windmills and stuff. So it was before that. So yeah. So when we, we cycled through there, I think we started, uh, around about in Fakui.
2: I'm glad you uh, you got to appreciate all the, the local cuisine of Fukui. McDonald's. <laughs> yes, Typical Exactly, Pete. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Dear, oh, dear. Hmm. We've got one from Drew, Pete. I'll let you handle that.
1: Would you like me to read it? I shall read, read it. it. Dear Chris and Pete... When I first arrived in Japan over 10 years ago, I couldn't speak hardly any Japanese, and an opportunity came for a simple gig to dress up as Santa at a small Eikawa uh, it's a Christmas party in Kyoto's countryside. Uh, after being picked up from the station and getting changed at the world's most itching, unlaundered Santa suit, I arrived at the party, and to my surprise and disbelief, the organiser rented the local community gymnasium for the event with their entire 40-plus ekawa uh, students with their mothers. Um, after 50 minutes of the obligatory ABC song, numbers, jingle bells, and the significant cherished photo of op- With a foreigner. To my relief, it was time to close the underrated magical event with the grand finale and beloved, but yet slightly overused, We Wish You a Merry Christmas. Santa, myself, mothers, and children joined hands in a massive circle and sang, We Wish You a Merry Christmas. I became overwhelmed and over enthusiastic that this event of torture would finally end. Uh, I added my improv sound of a bell at the end of the chorus. Singing, oh good lord, singing loudly and proudly with 40 mothers and their children at the top of my voice, I repeatedly sang, uh, we wish you a merry Christmas and a happy ching ching. Um, After a song finished, I proclaimed that I must leave to return to Rudolph and Randy. While departing, I now realised... <laughs> I now realise why the children kept pointing to the lower region while laughing and uh, the Japanese mothers had a slightly cheeky smile and sparkle in their eyes Thank you very much for the podcast and Happy New Year in 2021, Drew What's the
2: ching-ching about, Chris? Do, do you not know what ching-ching means? No, I really don't actually ching is actually that... penis, dick Oh no yep. So what we wish you stay? a Merry Christmas and a happy ching-ching Dick In front of 40 <laughs> mothers and children Bloody hell Enjoyable too. I Good God. <laughs> <laughs> on a uh, list of like the top three things not to do in Japan, that is pretty much at the top of the list. So mm-hmm. well done, Drew. That and being sick on a train. Uh, we've got one final one from Lee from Essex. This is, hello, Chris and Pete. Earlier this year, you both mentioned about reducing your meat consumption. However, through numerous episodes of the podcast and videos, the conversations about meat seem to be more on the rise, especially with Chris and his KFC christmas dinner and the exotic meats like bear my question to you is have you actually cut down on meat like you said you intended or is it proving harder to cut down uh than you expected um and has the coronavirus played a part in your consumption for example i'm a vegan but i've had to resort to eating products containing dairy and egg during lockdown as i was shielding in the uk uh, and i had to make do with local shops which are never vegan friendly all the best stay safe lee from essex definitely lee it's all because of the coronavirus. That's the reason I uh, I still eat those of <laughs> uh, meat. No doubt about it. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. <laughs> oh God, I've got the uh, the bear episode. It's like the first uh, first video coming out this year. So if you want to see me eat a bear with Monterey, unfortunately, it's not a live bear. Well, that's it's probably a good thing. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it was it was quite quite delicious. I don't think I'd eat it again, um, and I do feel a little bit guilty. And I am a bit worried about backlash because people like bears, don't they? Um, mm. But I'll have to try and spin that in a way that makes me look not like an evil, terrible person. Isn't that right, Pete? And yeah, maybe...
1: a, there's a lot of bears around. To be fair, they, they, yeah. you, know, you could you could eat bear every day, and there'd still be way more bears than than we really need.
2: I'll uh, I'll write that down. I'll put that in the script. <laughs> I'll say yeah, that line exactly. verbatim, word for word. Uh, keep the stories, questions, comments coming into Born Japan podcast at gmail.com. In fact, let us know. What are your New Year's resolutions for 2021? Mm. We always get excited, always get fired up, and I hope you are uh, as much as we are. But for now, guys, uh, have a great start to the year. We'll be back on Wednesday to do it all over again. But for now, enjoy yourselves and uh, cheers. No matter where you might be, out there in the big wide world, let's make 2021 a good one. Have a nice one.
0: a Stakhanov production and part of the ACAST Creative Network.